That's okay. Just go. Just go. <laughs> just go, dude. <laughs> Why? Okay, fine. Can I stop it? No. Okay. <laughs> oh, man. No. We haven't even started, dude. What is your problem? Because of my face? Because. My face? That thing. The bang happened. Like, out like, of nowhere. Just like, <laughs> bang. <laughs> And welcome to episode 40 of Unknown Regions Podcast. I am your host, Michelle. And with me, as always, is your other host, my son, Colin. Yo. Today, we have an actual well-rounded episode. Yeah, this is like classic. This is classic Unknown Regions Podcast (laughs) form. This is it. We're going to have current events. Well, current event. Yeah, okay. Singular. That's cool. Well, yeah, I guess. We're going to have analysis and review Yes. of Season 1, Episode 10 of The Bad Batch. Yes. Entitled Common Ground. Mmm. And it made me, when I saw that title, I thought of, like, a coffee shop. <laughs> well, okay. I swear there's a... Maybe it was in Springfield or somewhere, but at, at one time... There was That's a co- weird. At one time, I knew of a coffee shop called Common Ground, or maybe it was Common Grounds. That would make more sense. It would. It would. That would be funny. <laughs> and if you're extra special good, a rant. From you? Yes. About what? But we're going to put that at the end. Literally about what? There's nothing you could rant about. We're there's gonna... no way you could milk a rant out of this. No, there's a rant. Uh, about uh, what? You have to tell me about No, what? no, no. I'm not going to tell anybody what it is. Oh. In case I decide I don't want to rant about it, or in case people will turn it off if they hear what it's about right now, or bro, we're just going to make people listen through the whole episode first, and then if they want to- Does it have to do with a ship? No. Does that do with Bad Batch? Bad Batch adjacent. Oh, I right. do know. We're not going to- No, but not I'm gonna... not going to say it, but I okay. do know. I do know. Oh, boy. So let's- <laughs> um, Colin forced the issue- and now we're recording. It's like 1130 at night. Yeah, boys. What? So... You don't need to say that, Mom. <laughs> they don't know. They don't know. I'm just saying, if I get loopy. Oh, okay. Fair. Or you Fair. shut down like a droid. If you keep saying corner. that, it's going to happen. So stop. <laughs> I'm good, dude. I'm, so I've been drumming for five hours. I'm awake. So we're going to talk about our current event first. <laughs> Very, very exciting current event. Yep. Been waiting for this for quite some time. Star Wars Visions. Is this the first time we've gotten like an actual visuals from this stuff? Yes, I think so. Besides like maybe a still from the the open, I don't remember that ceremony, but. There was a logo. That's all I remember. Mm. I don't remember there being any visuals. Essentially, what I take away, I haven't seen any visuals. 
But me knowing that it's an anthropological sort of story. Anthology. Or so, that's not right. Anthological. My bad. <laughs> Maybe I am tired. Okay, okay. Whatever, dude. Okay? Don't it's, quote me. It's going to be animal. That's going to be on the shirt, too. <laughs> it's going to be metaphorical, anthropological. <laughs> okay, anyway. I mean, it's basically just Star Wars, love, death, and robots. That's basically what it's going to be. It's kind of what it's going to be. If people don't know what that is. There was a um, a panel at the Anime Expo Light. It was a oh, it was it was um. So it all, was not Disney at all related. It was just anime. Mm-hmm. Oh, that's cool. And an this anime. was involved. Yeah. Whoa. Uh, but, that's cool. But it was all online. It wasn't like a real in person. Still, I've never heard Star Wars having a presence in like the world of anime. You know what? When cons finally go back to being all in person, See, I've seen, well, we have those figures here. I'm kind of gonna be bummed because, kind of liking this, you can watch the panels online thing, which I know they're gonna take away, as soon as conventions go back to being all in person. Maybe not. Maybe they'll sell like a. I think people will learn that people find it's more accessible. It gets you more money. That's the thing. I you don't need to... to travel. You can just like watch. Well, I mean. I... Are they going to think that that's going to deter people from actually attending? It won't deter me. I will still want to go to the ones that I always go to in person. But stuff like this that I would never go to in person, I bought an online ticket so I could see one panel. I mean, you know, it kind of seems like a no-brainer to me. The cosplayers Hmm. are always going to show up at these things. (laughs) That's true. Like, they could say, okay, if you want to be in the cosplay competition, you have to be there in person. That makes sense yeah yeah, that's fair anyway i digress yeah um first things first they gave us a date september 22nd visions will drop on disney plus and uh i guess i'm not clear on whether they're all gonna drop at the same time or it's gonna be a weekly Uh thing like they do with all their other shows okay They'll, they'll say that i'm not sure but um they will say right like that i feel like that's important to articulate I mean, they maybe they said during the panel and I just didn't catch it. I don't know. Okay. But um, James Waugh, who is one of the executive executive producers, said, and I quote, We realized we wanted these to be as authentic as possible to the studios and creators who are making them, made through their unique process in a medium they're such experts at. Mm-hmm. That's bad sense. Yeah. Um, <laughs> but yeah. I'm quoting the dudes. So okay, that's oh, yeah, that's good, that's good. So the idea was, this is their vision, riffing off all the elements of the Star Wars galaxy that inspired them, hopefully to make a really incredible anthology series unlike anything we've ever seen before in the Star Wars galaxy. See, they use the word anthology, so I'm not crazy. No, it is an anthology. It's yeah, I know. Like the definition But I'm, pr- I'm proud of myself that I know what that is. That's all. Oh. Because <laughs> I don't think a lot of people know an anthology. I mean, storytelling is often not done in the form of an anthology. I think a lot of people know what an anthology is. I was only ever introduced to that in college. That That's was the first really time I was because exposed I'll... to that. Or maybe I was, and I just didn't know. Like, it was just so foreign to me. I was like, what the heck is it? Twilight like, there's not Zone. enough. Twilight Zone is an anthology. Ah, uh, that's true. That's true. Alfred Hitchcock present like, a lot of stuff I watched as a kid. Hmm. That's okay. Showed you. Okay. I mean, I just watched, like, series. You just didn't know what the word was for it, I guess. I guess, yeah. <clears throat> but, uh, anyway... I have an idea to write a piece that's anthological. Did I tell you this? Yeah. Like, it's like multiple, it's like a dance suite with like multiple different styles of music and dance put mm-hmm. together. And I... Different stories. Still love that idea. 
Yeah, someday. Someday. I've had that I, I had that idea since freshman year, like the second week of school. It's been a long time. I know, and you still haven't done it. Yeah. We have two more years or one more year, really. I mean, I'm do it after college. I guess that's true. Yeah. Anyway. So, well anyway, Lucasfilm confirmed that seven studios are going to be producing nine shorts for that's crazy, Star dude. Wars Visions. Wait, like each of them are doing nine? No. Okay, okay, I was gonna say seven studios. Whoa. We'll be doing... Contributing to nine. In total, nine shorts. Animated shorts. Dude. That's my so, favorite kind of art making, man. I will say right now, I know next to nothing about the anime mm. community. I don't okay. know. I've never heard of any of these companies. Can you uh, read well, them? that's Actually, actually that's not them. true. I, did, I had heard of Production IG. Yeah. But the rest of them I had not heard. But let me run down them because Colin yeah. didn't even watch the panel. But after you find out about this, you're going to want to see the visuals because they are uh-uh. stunning, though. Uh, dude, I can see them when I actually oh, watch them. Oh, you make me nuts. Okay. I'm sorry, dude. Whatever. Okay, so the first studio they talked about was uh, Kamikaze Duga. Okay, I recognize Kamikaze, yeah. And the title of their short is The Duel. Nice. And it's uh, just a short little synopsis. A lone warrior with a lightsaber and droid in a woven hat. The droid is wearing oh. a little woven hat. Oh, the droid wears a hat? <laughs> and everyone lost their minds. Basically. Yeah, dude. <clears throat> That's funny. The dude, the warrior, I'm already engaged to him. <laughs> already. Like the second. Dude, you're such a sap, man. This was, there were probably three visuals that made me go, <gasps> Uh-huh. And one of them was this dude. It's so beautiful. Like the animation of the guy. Oh my god! It's it's. Does gorgeous. it kind of? I have a question. Does it look anything? <clears throat> excuse me. Does it resemble anything like Samurai Jack kind of? No, art? not this one. Not this. No. But this isn't was, there one? I thought I saw a shot. There were so many different styles. That's yeah. what I'm saying. They're all so different. That's but cool. this one is in black and white. Uh, animation with pops of color. So like his... Let's go! The picture of the dude was all in black and white and just his lightsaber was red. Oh, so like... So there's this. I mean, sure, but... So he has a red lightsaber? That one caught That dude has a red lightsaber. I believe it was red, yeah. Whoa, dude. But also his droid wears a freaking hat. What kind of hat? (laughs) Like a wicker... Like a farmer hat? Like an Asian, like domed oh, oh. little hat, but then oh. like it flips up. It looks it has Star Wars. Brim. No, it looks it, no, it looks very Asian. It okay. flips up and it has like fringe. It's that's dope. I though. don't even know. Oh wait, no, I know what you're talking about. I think I can imagine. Okay. I think Maybe. I know what you're talking about. Um. Oh, and I need to mention to you also. I think I already told you, but they allowed these people to contribute to the whatever story they wanted to make. They they are not bound by canon. They are not bound by characters Heck that yeah. already exist. Some some characters that already exist, but very few, it seemed like, are yes, in any dude. of these. It's, Let's go. Seems like it's all original, super original mm. storytelling, original characters. This is what I've been wanting. This is what I've been wanting. Oh, that's why everybody's been so pumped for this. Okay, so the second studio they talked about is contributing. Um, oh, it's called Gino Studio. Okay. And the title is Lop and Ocho. Oh. 
And speaking of anthropomorphic things, there is a bunny girl. I think it's a girl Mm. named Lop. Okay. And she's the main character. Okay. It's a bunny. It's a bunny. It's literally <laughs> okay. a lop-eared. That's gonna be wild, man. <clears throat> and it's it's more like what you were referring to before, like the more fun, colorful type of anime. Yeah. Me. Okay. Okay. Yeah. And I didn't. I don't have any other notes on that one. I don't know why. I don't. If they. I mean, Samurai Jack is not an anime, but like it is. The, like that style of art is one that is sometimes used. But this anime. was like you know big eyes, big cute. Like this eyes, is the like like rosy cheeks, but a bunny. like assassin x assassin like like. That I kind. don't even know. I don't know. But oh, come on. No, man. not no 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 not like that. Okay. Like Naruto. No, not really. Like cute. Yeah, like cute. Um, like chi- I don't know if Chibi is the right. Like Studio Ghibli type of stuff. It's not anime. Kind of. It's not anime, but like but yeah. anthropomorphic. I understand. Bunny girl. I understand. I see it. I see it. I see the visual. <laughs> okay, so the next one was Studio Colorado. And this one, I was like, what? Okay. It's called Tatooine Rhapsody. Oh, I dig that. And it is a rock opera. Oh, dude. Let's go, dude. Oh. In which... <laughs> That's funny, dude. Boba Fett and Jabba appear. In this one. Ah, don't, he's not but like they're not that. the main characters. It doesn't seem like they're the main characters. The main characters are like the people in the band, I think. There's like But I, I'm excited to see Boba Fett in the art in the style of art as this. <clears throat> That's gonna be Yeah, cool. he's he looked cute. Um the next studio oh, this one. I like this one. The next studio is uh Trigger and they're doing two. The first one is called The Twins. Okay. And it's basically a dark side set of force twins, like dark side Luke and Leia, basically. Oh, nice. not Luke and Leia, like they're totally original characters. Yeah, but but dark side twins. Okay. And they have that's what it's about, man. Side by side, like twin star destroyers that are connected in the middle. Oh, weird! It's so cool. That's I was cool. I was like, and that oh my gosh, and I saw the animation or that you know just like the basic animation for both the twins i'm so in on that one like for sure i bet you one of these is going to probably do really well and then they're going to make it into a series how much you want to bet that that is their goal maybe that is a great window and if they don't do that that would be foolish for the business like all around well i mean I don't know, but the other... Because there's no... There's such little Asian inclusion in Star Wars right now. This would be like, dude, come on, man. Like, do it, please. Maybe. If one of them is getting a lead in, like, the foot in the door... Maybe. Come on, man. Um, People love anime now. Anime is so, like, in the, in the West, man. Westerners love anime Okay, but here's the thing, too. I remember at Celebration 2017... Okay. Talking to that guy who works for who works for Lucasfilm, and his main his main job was um, working with China. Okay. Because for whatever reason, Star Wars just does not has just does not capture people in China. Like they they struggle with it. They struggled with it for a long time. Okay. So <clears throat> I have to think that some of this is be because they think 
they're going to get the attention oh. of the Chinese audience, perhaps, more. Oh. And oh. maybe you're right. Like, maybe that's the goal here, and then they will... I mean, it's a business, dude. <clears throat> Excuse me. It's a business. Like, they would want to do that, I think, I guess. But I think, like, it will also... Like, I think there's a, it's a double-edged kind of thing. Like, I think, I think that... It's pretty great to be doing this. But a lot of these, I mean, I don't even understand how they would foray it into any kind of canon material. Like, they're so often left field entirely. No, it doesn't need to be canon. Why does it need to be canon? It can just be a show, like a a limited series. I guess it doesn't. But the other other, um, short that Trigger is doing is called The Elder. And it looks like a more traditional Star Wars story. There's a master and an apprentice. Oh, Um, that would be good, though. Yeah. Um, Handled very nicely. A very, very, very old man. I remember that artwork. Oh. Um, but that's all I have written down about that one. The next studio is Kinema Citrus. That's this cool one name. sounds very interesting because it seems like it's a different. Mm. Um, it's called The Village Bride. And the producer described it as poetic, meditative, and romantically bittersweet. Okay. A fallen Jedi meets a bride on the eve of her wedding day, um, and it sounds like it's going to be sad, but she also mentioned that featured in this story will be a unique approach to the Force. Nice. So I'm very Love and the Force, perhaps? I don't know. I don't know. Something about a sacrifice that the bride has to make. I don't know. But they mentioned the composer that they did that's oh. doing the music for this one that's the remember how i was like oh this guy's australian mm-hmm. well they talked about him and they said that in his score he's using very traditional japanese instruments mm. and respect, respect, respect. melding it with like western respect or- orchestral bro. type music i guess well, well okay i hope it's handled well then because sometimes the producer that was, can't be handled well. <clears throat> the producer was very excited about it. So okay. She loved it. Respect. Um, the next studio also has two projects. Science Saru is the name of the studio. The first short is called Akakiri. Oh. A painful story of a Jedi and a princess. Okay, interesting. And they mentioned, I believe, that it is hidden fortress, like hidden fortress oh. inspired it somewhat. Yo. So. Cool. Let's go. Um, Kurosawa. And very, very, like, this, the art style of that is very different from their other project, which is called T.O.B. One. Oh. And it's about a... These are weird names. A cute, fun story of a droid who dreams of being a Jedi. And the droid is adorable. Nice. Absolutely adorable. <laughs> That's funny. <clears throat> Toby. So there's going to be a tragedy and a cutesy comedy. Respect, respect, respect. Respect, dude. Respect the art. <clears throat> Excuse me. Basement. My throat. They just don't make it. Let me just dry. And the last company, Production IG, this is the only company that I had actually personally heard of, is um, their their project is called The Ninth Jedi. Okay. And they kept using the word epic. Okay. When they were describing this. And it was actually two stories that they melded, like they were going to have two but then creatively, they decided, you know what? We can meld these into just one oh, big weird. epic story. Okay, that's interesting. 
So it sounds like the basic plot is the daughter. It's like Hero's Journey type stuff? The daughter of a lightsaber smith. Nice, dude. Is tasked with delivering lightsabers to a group who may or may not be Jedi. Okay. <laughs> I don't know what that means. That's weird. But. <laughs> That's a weird description. Um, Yeah. But the art, again, like the daughter is like, oh, so cute. Nice. Um, <clears throat> And they also mentioned that the score for that one is epic as well. And they recorded a pretty large orchestra. Japanese orchestra? Uh-huh. In a, nice. in a very They <clears throat> named the venue where they recorded it, and everybody was like, ooh. So I guess it must be a really big concert hall or something. Oh, why didn't you write down what it was? Because, I mean, I, we can watch it. It's I'm music major. You can find it again. It's not, it's not the end of the world. Okay. Okay, so like I said, I'm pretty pumped for... Um, I'm pumped for all the of them, twins. dude. Come on, I'm pumped for all of them. I'm pumped for all of them, but specifically the duel, the twins, and the village bride, I think, are the three that caught my eye. Well, art, art style-wise as well. Okay. You haven't seen the art styles yet, but... Nope. When you do, it'll probably be like, ooh, look at that. Ooh, look at that. <laughs> ooh. Okay. So you, you have to go and look at the visuals now. <laughs> What do you mean? You have to watch the panel and look <coughs> at the visuals from all of these. Oh, I will. All the artwork that they've come Not up. right now. Not at this no, moment. not right now. Okay. But which ones do you... Which one did you think is exciting? I mean, the duel. That's cool. My, um... The Ninth Jedi fiance. sounds cool. The Ninth Jedi does. The name is cool. cool too. <laughs> yeah, the name is pretty cool. You're right. Um, and, and the I, Hidden Fortress one, whatever that is. Uh, Akakiri. Yeah. I'm so excited. Yeah, it's hyped. September I don't even know what to say. I don't know what to say because I don't know what to expect, so. So, yeah, we're going to be covering that. You better believe it. Oh, yeah. When that I'll starts. be happy to do that. And that'll be fine because, um, Bad Batch will end. Yeah. Then we'll have about a month to just talk about nonsense. What do we do, man? <laughs> we'll just talk what about nonsense we do? like we always do. Lost series. <clears throat> Maybe we can go back to that, dude. I swear that was like that was literally like twelve episodes ago. It's bad, dude. <laughs> because Bad Batch started. What were we supposed to do? I don't know. It's a nice segue into the Bad Batch, <laughs> which we are about to talk about. Okay. Um, current events over. Current event complete. Complete. Okay, season one, episode ten of the Bad Batch, entitled "Common Ground." Yeah. Um. Thoughts. Any thoughts off the top of your head? No well, yawning. No yawning. Oh, no yawning. This was <laughs> your idea. Dude, dude what? <laughs> I can't control my body. Mm. But anyway, my first, my my thoughts, like the whole episode? Yeah. General thoughts. I mean, it was like not, it did not speak to me very metaphoric, as, as metaphorically as like the last three have. I agree with that. But it did speak to my Clone Wars history, my nostalgia, which was like cool because they're not doing a lot with nostalgia. I know people are like the cameos, the cameo. That's not really nostalgia though. Nostalgia is like direct references to like bigger things, like the show. Direct references to a specific episode from the Clone Wars. Like, well, that's yeah, what this when it's like when, like the last time they kind of did that was when there was the uh, the retired clone guy. And his wife. Ah, right. 
Like, that was cool too. nostalgia, you know what I'm saying? Because it's not, like, on the nose. It's just, like, okay, this makes, it, as long as they make it make sense with the story, then it's good. And they did. But I like that they're keeping those episodes, like like you said, the last separate, one. Separate, separate. Cut and Sue was a long time ago. Separate, yeah. The, but they're. I think what they're trying to do is they're trying to appeal to, like, all the people. The people who want the nostalgia, the people who want the cameos, yeah. the people who want a good story. Like, like, and it's working. I know, it's very show. Me. But anyway, you see what I'm saying? I, it, honestly, if I had to give it, like, a grade... What we should be doing well, is you don't doing need one a, of those. You don't really need to grade it. I'm going to grade it. I can grade it. I mean, go ahead, I guess. I would give it like an A-. minus. Okay. I think that's fair. Um, what about you? This, uh, B+. Plus. Mm. I prefer I prefer <laughs> the, a little deeper you I know, know you do. Stuff. That's true. That's true. But this I did was too, a good but episode. Like, it was good. Like what it was was perfect. Yeah, it was. <laughs> it was and executed perfectly. I honestly don't. I don't think there are any episodes so far this season that go below a B plus. Like that's that's facts. still really good. That's facts. Um, but yeah, this episode directly references uh, Heroes on Both Sides, the episode of the Clone Wars. Yep. On this same planet, Raxus. Yeah, it was a great planet name. Also, what they're gonna bring back Raxus, but you know, yeah. <laughs> you know, they didn't need to do that. They didn't need to do that. They did need to do that because <laughs> they didn't. What they did need to do, and they missed their chance at. I'm not gonna say it, but we all know. We all know there are still six more episodes, I believe. So oh, you dude, know. imagine, dude, if that happens, I might ascend to heaven. I would, I would just it's rise. It's probably not going to happen. It's not going to happen. It's not going to happen. I'm not going to get my hopes up. They're not going to go to the planet that shall not be named that Colin can't quit screaming about. I'd be so happy, dude. I Literally, dude. I'd be so happy. I would not need any more Star Wars. What's the name of it? I can't even think. Run about it. Are you kidding me? Okay. I couldn't think of it. Oh, you said it, dude. <laughs> you can't say That's it. because people don't even know what we're talking about. So well, I, I mean, had to at least Who say. starts on episode 40? They have to watch one of them. <laughs> I talk about it in every episode. You never know. Somebody could start on episode 40. Okay, so we're back on Raxus, which immediately puts us in a Clone Wars mind space. Yeah. And um, we are seeing this planet that used to be the center of the Separatist government. Yes. Now being taken over by the Empire. Yes. And you got excited because the the Imperial... Um, <laughs> this is such a small thing, but like, yeah. Her, la- her name is Bragg. I can't remember what her like oh. designation is. Lieutenant Bragg. I don't know. General Bragg. I have no idea. But she name dropped Confederacy of Independent Systems and Colin had a seizure. Uh, no, I did not. <laughs> it was not that intense. I, but it was cool because got pretty no, no one... I don't even think they said it once in the Clone Wars. Definitely not the movies. But I don't think they said it once in the whole series either. They did. Dude, I'm sure they did. Dude, I've never heard those letters actually pronounced. I've only heard the acronym ever pronounced, except in the video games, the well, old video games. The reason he got excited was because it reminded him of Battlefront. CIS, dude. Battlefront, the original. CIS. They man. used to say CIS. The all CIS. The time. That, dude, that. Back in the day, dude. I mean, that's what I'm saying. The nostalgia was like hitting me with this one, dude. It was deep. It was cool. Deep cuts. It was cool. Yeah. But we meet a new um, character. I like, I like this character, yeah. Senator Avi Singh. Yeah. And his protocol droid, GS8. You like GS8? I, I adore 
PS8. I want nothing more than for GS8. GS8 is so boring. You can just leave. (laughs) You can just be gone. Dude, I'm sorry. What, dude? What is she? She's basically C3PO. Where's my podium? Where? What? You tell tell me the difference between GS8 and C3PO. All right. Tell me the difference. Just. Tell me the difference. First of all, they're both protocol droids. They're going to have the same type of. Uh, but I'm talking personality. Persona- yes, they have pers- similar personalities. They're both protocol droids. What do you want? Mm. You think you're going to have a rude protocol droid? I don't know. Also, the fact that it was the same type of she droid was in hilarious. The Mandalorian, I thought it was too soon to bring back that kind of droid. What and droid be- the Mandalorian? Isn't there a droid that's like the same exact model of that droid in one of the episodes in the second season? No. I don't think so. I'm 99% sure there is. In the episode when they go to the ice planet with the eggs, they have a droid on board. That is don't definitely they? not the same. No, that is not. It's not? That's that assassin. That's that yeah. bad is that guy not? droid. D- no, it is no. Was I, it, I no. thought it was a pro. I thought it was a protocol droid that they reprogrammed. I'm pretty sure that's what they said. It's not the same kind of droid. I guarantee you. I will bet you a hundred dollars right now out of your own pocket. I'm gonna pull it up. It's not the same type of droid. I'm betting. You don't even need to. I can tell you. Actually, right. yeah, you're right. I remember. <laughs> okay, all right. Give me a hundred dollars. Okay. Nah, she. I don't. I don't not like the okay, character. Let's not get hung up on her yet because I want to talk about her more. But I respect Senator Avi Singh is cool yeah because he's like representing uh it's interesting because he's he's was a separatist and now he's the oppressed Mm -hmm. he's getting he's getting you know they're trying to force him to be a puppet yeah um and allow the empire to come in and take over and he's supposed to be speaking at this you know, rally or whatever and calming the people down because this, the people on this planet are not having the empire. Like they, they yeah. are like, no, I mean, you. no one really wanted Bye. the empire, you know? Well, I don't know. I mean, they were on that one planet when they were having a parade and everybody was like, yeah, yeah. And, and Omega's like, why are they so happy? Oh yeah. <laughs> I guess that's true. Why are they celebrating the fact that the, their empire is taking over? Um, so that's interesting to me. Like they're showing different planets and different reactions. Yeah, that's cool. That's cool. Yeah, I, th- I think it's cool. Kind of a broad political. The, this one. Oh yeah, that's another thing I liked spectrum. about this episode. This was kind of the first episode. This whole series, like, that really dove into the politicality. I know that's not a word. <laughs> the politics, politics of Star Wars, right? Yeah. Like in the in the prequels. Yes. Like, th- like this Super was the first prequely. time you got a taste of that. I think. Super I don't remember. Prequely. Was there was there ever a moment in this show where there was kind of like that? Kind I mean, of thing? They I don't ki- think there was. They kind of. Yeah, I mean, they kind of that episode where people were happy that the Empire was there. They kind of talked about. No, no, no. But talking about like from like about senators and like like the board of people that are governing true. the planet and yeah. like they're being taken over the Empire. That whole deal, like like the laws and all that. Like that is super. Legislative stuff, yes, in prequels, true. yeah, mm-hmm. that's different. And yeah, executive that, legislative. That this judicial. guy is literally a senator, yeah. So yeah, it's... yeah, I thought it was cool. I, again, nostalgic because it's like senator. I swear, every episode of the Clone Wars had a senator in it involved. It's also annoying. Yeah, there was a lot of politics, <laughs> a ton of politics oh, yeah. in the Clone Wars. Yeah, and obviously in the prequels. Mm-hmm. So um, interesting. 
And then uh, suddenly the senator has a change of heart. He's kind of trying to play along. Um, but then he is like, no, I can't do this. So then he, when he gets up to speak, he's like, we're going to fight and blah, blah, blah. And then he gets hauled off because yeah. he gets hauled off and the tanks roll in in a very the big boys. tense, tense. I don't know why he keeps saying it's tense. It was freaking tense. Like, what were they going to do? What did you expect? I guess is my question. I don't know, but it was just tense to see those big, you know, walkers that used to be our good guys. I guess. And now they are bad. That was cool. I I like that. That's the first time we ever seen that, actually. I think ever on the screen. It was. was Those tanks being used for bad. And also foreshadowing what happens later with those. Yeah. yeah. With those walkers, which was cool. Planting it, yeah. Um, Okay. So So the senator says... Before he goes up to speak to his droid, GS-8, you got to do exactly what I told you to do, no matter what happens to me. So apparently what he had told her to do is to contact Sid. Yes. For help. Mm-hmm. Uh, okay, so GS-8. The one thing about GS-8 that will forever make her, give her a place in my heart, is that she is voiced by Sean Clifford. And Sean Clifford plays... Phoebe Waller-Bridge's sister in Fleabag. So now both of them have played Star Wars droids and they are sister droids and I love it. (laughs) Love it. Okay. Love it. Okay, I haven't seen Fleabag, so I don't know. You cannot take it away from me. Okay, dude. I'm not saying... I did not say I don't like the droid. You will not take it from me! Okay, I just said (laughs) that I did not get a lot from the droid. There were some funny scenes, but like humor... was funny. How could you think she was I didn't wasn't think funny? that episode needed humor. Oh my god. Maybe that's it. It's a cartoon. Uh I don't know, dude. I there like I said, the Clone Wars nostalgia was taking over this episode. The humor took me out of it. You did not Okay, first of all, Battle Droid humor? You're going to tell me that there dude, were no Battle Droid no, jokes no, 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 that's not in I mean. episodes of the Clone Wars? I mean I mean like breaks in action, literal breaks. I don't know. I just, I just didn't. I didn't, I don't know. I don't like breaks in action when it's just too like like if it's not well prepared. And maybe that maybe that's what I don't like about it. Not not the character, but maybe like the direction of some of the scenes. But like I you know I don't know. Pushing her out into the walkway when she's like, I don't know anything about strategy about vertical drive, and they and they're like, Yep, uh huh, and they push her out into the walkway to deal with the stormtroopers. You didn't think that was funny, dude. I thought her walking back was funny because she was like, hurry, but like you can't run. <laughs> I thought that was funny. I thought that was funny. Ugh. I don't have a soul. I'm you sorry. have terrible taste in droids. Just well, terrible. I I, when have I ever said I don't like a droid besides this moment? I don't know. But I, I have no idea why you wouldn't love this. This droid is like up high on my list now. Dude. Literally in three scenes. Get out of here. Mostly because you, we just, we don't get a lot of. I guess, I mean, I guess we do have quite a few female droids I mean, now, okay, but, that is not the reason, that is not the reason, But it's though. Sean Clifford. Like, as soon as I realized, oh my god, that's Sean Clifford. That's cool. I was I'm glad that it's not a dude droid. I'm, they were done with dude droids, man. Like, for real. But, um, I don't know, dude. I don't know, man. I loved her. I, I tried she... it. I saw it twice, and I, like, I don't, I don't know. Something's holding me back. I loved her so much, I hope she becomes the Marauder's like shipboard. That would be cool. Droid. 
Do they have a gonk though? Gonky and GSC. Okay. Okay. I, I thought you were about to say Gonky can get out of here. No, I'm no, like, no. Dude. No, GS8 and Gonky are the new 3PO in R2. Thank you. Thank you for coming mm. to my TED Talk. I can agree with this. Okay. I'm glad we agree on that. Yeah. All right. Back to important matters. Um, okay. So Sid receives the message, obviously. Tells the Bad Batch, I have a job for you on Raxus. Go get. You yeah. need to rescue... Senator Ravi Singh. And they're like, nah, separatists? Nah, I don't think nah, so. Like, dude. Hunter literally is like, throws the thing back at her. Like, Please. no. <laughs> yeah. Um, And she puts her foot down and says, um, did you forget you owe me a bunch of money? And until that's paid off, you're going to need to do the jobs I give you. Mm-hmm. So they obviously, they re- very reluctantly accept the job. And there's a moment where Omega thinks she's going with them. And Hunter's like, yeah, I really don't think we're going to take you to an Imperial occupied planet when they are actively hunting you right now. <laughs> it's just not a good idea. They're not a good idea, dude. Which makes a lot of sense, you know? Yeah. Um, but Omega was mad about it. But... Whatever. They basically hire, tell Sid, you know, you gotta watch, uh, can you watch Omega? Yeah, babysit. And she's like, yeah, whatever is gonna get you guys to get this job done, sure. Yeah. fine. She can clean. Mm -hmm. (laughs) She tries to get her to clean. Yeah. Clean the bar, which was kind of funny. Yeah, it was. But what I've been harping about this entire time, these moms, these different moms that she has, Mm -hmm. Sid is the tough love mom. Yeah. Sid is the um Sid is you. Oh please no. Uh, no, not not really. Dude, nah, dude. Because cause like I I don't You're real though. Like you like when you when you parent, you don't parent with sugar coat. You you parent well, like true. real stuff. That's and sometimes true. you get mean about it. So that is definitely you. I wouldn't say mean. I'd say uh, matter of fact. Assertive, dude. Like you are like Assertive. <laughs> I don't know what other word to say, dude. Okay, well, we kind of agree. Yeah, okay. That is my parenting style for the most part. But sometimes, not sometimes you enter into that mode, though. Like yeah. she does. Well, yeah, I guess. She loses her cool, but she's like, all right. <laughs> right, kid, listen, you're 12. Like, I understand you're having a hard time. <laughs> well, the the bottom line is she's teaching her very important life lessons. Yep. That really no she's one She's finally else, getting some pessimism. No one else <laughs> with is, her teachings. No one else has been teaching her these things like actual life, dude. Life's not fair. Yeah. And um you know, cl- here, if you're going to stay here, you're going to earn your keep, clean the bar. Here's a scrub brush. Get to it. Yeah. And, um, you know, she clearly has taught her, or she's learned from observation, negotiation skills. Mm -hmm. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Yeah. So she is definitely a mom character. Mm -hmm. Can can she be trusted? I do not know. Mm. (laughs) I'm very nervous about Sid. Mm. I'm getting very nervous about Sid. Oh, because I feel like one of two things is going to happen. Kaminoans are going to, like, signal out and find her. She's going to be, like, for the money, yo. Peace. One of two things is going to happen. They're going to find her. 
realize that's where that she knows where Omega is. Mm. And she's either going to turn her in and be a traitor or they're going to kill her. I really feel like she's not making it out of the season. Oh, okay. Hmm. Either she's going to turn traitor and maybe also die. Like, I just don't, I just get a vibe like she's not going to make it. Like, all okay. the moms are going to get killed. You're calling it here. Nalase, Sid. I think Star Wars loves to kill moms. Like, they're all going to get killed probably. <laughs> okay. All her moms. That's what you're saying. Gone. She's calling it. On the pod. I just have moms a feeling. Moms are dead. I just have a feeling that's what's going to happen. I remember you said that. I really don't want her to be a traitor. Like, I'd almost rather her be killed than be a traitor. Because yes, if she turns traitor and be kind of heartbroken. That's especially sad. this episode, it seems like she, Slight redemption. She has, she has her moments with Omega that are almost touching. Yeah, I, I agree. So I'd be really, really sad. If she actually gave, I don't think she'll die. gave her up. I think she's going to be out for good at some point, but I don't think she's going to die. Yeah, I don't know. I think Niall Say will die, though. Yeah, well, if I had to put money on anyone, it's her. Yeah. Um. Okay, well, we'll come back to that in a little bit. Um. Come back to Sid. But they head off. Meanwhile, yeah, the Bad Batch heads to Raxus. GS8 meets them in the forest. Cute scene. Because GSA's about to, like, talk about all the situation. Oh, bro. And, and I forget who it is. It's probably Wrecker who's like, whatever, where's he at? And she's yeah. like, oh, we like to get down to business. Okay, let's go. And then they just take off. It's cute. Whatever, man. It's cute. <laughs> that that kitty stuff, man. I don't vibe. It's adorable. Bad Bash goes to do their job, and there's just like, this guy's like, <sighs> okay, okay. I'm messing with you now. But, okay, um, they're going through the forest, and then they get to... Well, first of this all, little post, and they're like, "Oh, dang!" They're we, everywhere. We can definitely tell. Not only do they not trust mm. the separatists, but they definitely don't even trust this droid. Yep. Um, a, she's a droid. B, she's a separatist droid. Yeah, <laughs> so it's not looking good, dude. Two strikes against her. <laughs> um, but they do end up having a cute little relationship with her because she helps the mission. She, like I said, she doesn't know anything about um, military strategy or anything and they kind of force her into it and then once she gets a taste of that she's like oh now I understand how to do this oh yeah she does it again she almost dies and the, <laughs> the little grenade rolls under her feet it's very mm-hmm. cute well okay again, cute. I, I think it's I think it's quite ironic that they use a droid popper on clones in this episode it is very ironic snap dude it is snap. very ironic it hurts dude it hurts my soul all of the um, sneaking around on Raxus and breaking into the palace or whatever that is. Yeah. Great. Oh, yeah. Great. That's a great sequence. It handled very nicely. Um, again, I, d- I get very easily confused during action sequences if they're not handled. I've never been confused once in this show. I, me neither. Not one time. And there's a lot of stuff going on all the time. Yeah, especially during that tank battle, dude. And I can't remember ever being confused. And it's just... It's pretty good. The editing and the directing. Oh, yeah, the direction, dude. The direction. Darn near perfect. It's so much better than Clone Wars, dude. The pacing. Mm -hmm. Yeah, Clone Wars, I used to get confused on a regular basis Mm -hmm. on what the heck was going on during action sequences. Yeah. I mean, no offense, George and Dave, but I did. I used to get confused. But also, you have to understand, like, animation... 
action and the the action they tried to pull off in that show was pretty absurd. Like there would be four episode long wars, man. Yeah. Yes. So they went. They were trying to do something completely different than what's happening in these episodes. Like they, these episodes have like five minute, true, short bursts of action. <clears throat> we're not getting three and four episode arcs. <laughs> yeah, I miss those days, dude. I mean, who knows if this goes on, the show goes on for a while, maybe that'll start happening. I, I love when the new Clone Wars season came out and they did that. Yeah, oh, that was cool. The vibe. That was cool. Catching them. Yeah. Oh, Colin noticed something cute and interesting. That the clones blasters. Oh, I don't know if you should say I'm scared that I'm wrong, dude. I'm oh. scared. Because because the, I think you do see clones use that type of blaster sometimes. Oh. But the one that I recognize, the like that is the clone blaster. Well, let for me. me just say what you thought. You, th- okay, okay, you thought okay. that the clones blasters are slowly shortening and starting to look more like Stormtrooper blasters. Yeah, dude. I, I think so. I think so. I mean, they're definitely shorter than the one I showed you, like the World War One rifle-looking ones. Yeah, that's true. So. Definitely. And I, I think, like, during this, I think they'd be remiss if they did not, like, every episode change one little thing. That'd be cool. I don't know if they've been doing that, actually. I feel like Maybe. they should. Maybe they are, and we're just not noticing. Maybe. I hope they are. That'd be super cool. The troopers still look like clones, though. They Their helmets are the same. They haven't started transforming those yet yeah or if they're even going to transform them at all maybe um maybe the trooper or the clones get a new uniform maybe the clones have to keep their uniforms and then these recruited people Mm. are going to get stormtrooper uniforms and then at some point they just get rid of all the clones because they're a liability or something tough not my yeah, boys, man. I'm kind of scared that's what's going to happen. No. Stop. I'm scared. Stop, dude. Move on, man. <laughs> okay. Um, okay, so they sneak around and they find the senator who is just about to be interrogated by a probe droid. Yeah, they're like, boom, 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 boom. Not yeah. a probe droid. What's that? Ball droid thing. The that... one that almost gets Leia. Yeah. The, I guess it does get Leia. Interrogation droid? Yeah. That sounds like. I think that's what it's, it's called. It's probably right. Um, but they bust in and they save him just in time, uh, knock out this Imperial lady, um, and grab him and run. Oh, I didn't talk about the vase. Oh, the vase. The vase. <laughs> there is a very fancy schmancy, well, it looks really old. Like, that's yeah, yeah. the point. It it's looks antique. very old vase that the Bad Batch almost break while they're trying to get in to save the senator and gs8 catches it before it can hit the ground and is you know starts trying to explain the significance of this vase and how priceless it is and they're just all like whatever yeah let's move on so she's carrying this vase around with her and at some point it gets broken well he throws it at the or the senator yeah the senator actually takes the vase and throws it at the um, at the troopers, mm-hmm. and says something like, ah, "I never really liked it anyway." Yeah, yeah. Metaphor. The only metaphor I kind of latched onto. Funny, yes, but also a metaphor for I see that. I see that. the separatists and how leaving behind their leaving ass. it behind. It's over. It's oh, done I suppose. with That's your allies now. I suppose. That could, Throw that it could away. Be it. Oh, it's running, dude. 
Oh, sorry, air conditioner AC, turned on. AC, man. It just must be really, really hot and humid outside because I turned the temperature pretty high up. It should not be kicking on this much. But anyway, apologies for that. If you can hear that too much. Um, what comes next? Oh, <laughs> also funny. GS8 saving the senator's hat. You can barely notice it. It's so oh, funny. Oh, when though. he like gets taken on the zipline. They're trying to escape the building with him, and they're attacking a tank at the same time, and they create, like, a zip line so they can get off of this, you know, tower or whatever they're on. Yeah. And they throw... The senator's like, I can't go on that, and blah, blah, blah. And Wrecker grabs him, and like, ah, whatever. And he grabs him, and they go down the zip line, and yeah. his hat flies off. <laughs> and for a split second, you see GSA pick up the hat and hold it up like, here you go, sir. <laughs> oh. I did not notice that. It's very quick. You okay. almost can't even... You, I, I don't even know why I noticed it. It's very quick. That's pretty funny. Made me laugh out loud. That's pretty good. I will have no slander against GS. Okay, dude. <laughs> All right. I understand. She's hilarious. Okay, so we were talking about this. Basically, what happens is they take over one of the AT... Is it ATTE? Is that what they're called? Mm, I think tanks. So. I think you're right. Those little short squatty. I think you're tanks. right. Yeah. They take it over. By the way, fabulous. I just love. Mm. I love to see them. It's money, dude. Kick ass. It's like, money, dude. They don't do it enough, dude. They, they don't do it enough they, together. They don't do it enough together. No. They always get split up. Someone's repairing a ship. Hunters off doing the cool but stuff. But you know what? No, it's good that this is kept. As a treat, because if you had that every single episode, it would get old. I guess I'm not like that. I would like that. They are not doing it enough, though. I, th- I there think can the exact be more, opposite. Dude. I think it's just enough. No. Just right. When was the last time? I don't know. It was probably two or three episodes ago, which, good. It's lame. Good. It's lame, dude. Why not do both? Why can't you do both in an episode? It's always like because... they get split up, and then right when they meet, they leave. Because... It's good that way. Like I said, it's like a special treat when we get to see them all together just working like a finely oiled machine. Then it's special. Then I sit up and... If it happened every episode, I wouldn't be like, yeah, it's go time. I'd just be like, okay, yeah. Also, where's Crosshair? (laughs) Crosshair is... What is he up to, man? Sitting in his bunk thinking about what he's done. Mm. Being sad. (laughs) Oh, maybe, yeah. Okay. Uh, yeah, so they take over the tank very, very swiftly, kind of easily, impressively. Yeah. Um, even GS8 says something like, that was impressive, or something like that. Yeah. She's a fan. She's a She turns into a fan girl of the Bad Batch by the end of this. Yeah, true. <laughs> okay, so we were talking about this, though. This This turns into... There's a whole thing where, like, they lose control of the tank... And then they get shot. They get. They have and to. And they have to repair the tank. They have to get happens. out of the tank and fight on foot, like hand to hand. Yeah, dude. While let's go. Te- while tech repairs it or Echo That's or money, somebody. dude. Then they get back in the tank. Then there's this slow speed tank chase through the streets of Raxalon. Uh huh. And Colin was like. Why does this remind me of something? <laughs> and I was like, it reminded me of something too. Did you ever tell me what it is? No, I said I'm oh. not going to tell you. I'm not going to tell you until we're... this is the moment. Oh, dude, it's going to hurt. Why? Because I'm. I know. I know what it it's is. It's probably not going to be what you were thinking of. But no, whatever. it's probably going to be because you're going to tell me, and then I'm going to feel like 
It's gonna hurt me. Slow speed chase. I know, dude. I'm thinking, dude. I'm literally thinking, dude. I, I, I've been thinking about it. It's like... I'm trying to think, like, Indiana Jones, maybe? Is it Indiana Jones really? <laughs> no. Is it Star Wars really? Yes, it is Star Wars. And you said it's a movie? Yes, come on, That is dude. what I don't understand. Oh, my God. When you're is gonna... there ever a slow chase? You're going to punch yourself in the face as soon Episode as I Episode one? Say... No. <laughs> Episode five? So dumb. Episode five? No. How is it not Episode five? Episode one. <laughs> We're going to go through them. Episode one? No. Episode two? No. Three? No. Rogue One? No. Uh, Solo? No. Okay. Episode four? You're so dumb. No. Episode four? No. Episode five? No. <laughs> Episode six? No. Dude! Seven? No. Eight? <laughs> of course it's The Last Jedi. Okay, hold on. Don't tell me. Oh my lord, I can't believe you're forgetting about this. A slow chase. A slow chase in the last year. The ships. The, the first order following. Oh. That's not at all what I was thinking. I know. I told you it wasn't going to be what you were thinking. Oh, but lame. I that's was lame. immediately. That's not like, what I'm thinking. I'm thinking something else. Well, whatever. I was like. Huh. Huh. Wonder if this okay. is an homage. Mm-hmm. Maybe not. That's a reach for me. But, That's a reach for me, sis. Okay. But whatever. What is but that is what it reminded me of. It, it's like reminding me of Indiana Jones for some reason. I don't know. It might be Indiana Jones. It's probably only because of the Last Crusade. There's a scene with a tank. <laughs> That's probably. <laughs> and the only tanks reason. are just slow. Like, I know. I know. They I just know. are. You know what it reminded me of though? It reminded me of. There is a tank chase in that. In that though, Last Crusade, right? Uh, it's not a tank chase. There's a tank. And Indy's dad is on that yeah. tank, and he's on a horse. Oh. Uh, but anyway, uh, uh, it reminded me actually a lot of. This is I I don't they did not think about this, but Battlefield, like when you're in a tank versus another tank, oh. and you're playing that game of like get around a corner and like mm-hmm. get out of the way. Sorry, circle around and like it, it's like a, it changes the game of strategy. Like it makes it its own kind of thing. Is when it's a tank on a tank. Mm-hmm. It's like it's like plane on a plane versus man on man. It's like totally different ball game, but it's still yeah. like the goal is to get the other one out of here, basically. Mm-hmm. I don't know. I kind of like it. They haven't really done that kind of thing in the series. I don't think so. It's normally been hand to hand combat, if not always hand to hand combat or with guns. But like actually having there be vehicles that they're maneuver like commandeering and doing that. Hmm. I think that's the first time. Correct me I, if I'm wrong. It was. I don't know. It was. It was definitely an interesting. It was a change of pace. An interesting change of pace, and it did remind me immediately of how so many people complained about the slow speed chase and how they didn't like it. I'm like, well, I don't know. I it never, definitely never bothered me. I always liked that because I <laughs> thought it was expect, tense. Why did you expect me to know that? By I way? never ever expected you, but when the term slow speed chase is just so connected to you Last just said Jedi, I'm dumb for not knowing because it's. A slow speed chase. You're literally using the phrase slow speed chase. That is so inherently connected to The Last Jedi terminology. Like, that's just mm-hmm. one of the things people complain about all the time. Okay. So that's okay. why I thought, how can you not remember that there was a slow speed chase in The Last Jedi? <laughs> I mean, I, it's not like I can't remember, but like. You didn't make a connection. I understand. I didn't think of it as a chase. I thought of it as like a. If it's a slow-moving chase, it's hard for me to say that it's a chase, I guess. It's just kind of like 
they're, but they're it was after a chase. Them. It was. I guess it is. I guess it is. Anyway, moving on. Moving on. Um, they're chasing. I, li- I liked it. Oh yeah. Oh yeah. I love. I love this part, dude. This part's epic. Um, and I liked how they had to trust the senator mm-hmm. finally because he He's said, like, "Go over there. Go down this alley." And I think Tech was like, "Yeah, that's a dead end." I don't think that's a good idea. And he's like, nope, you're going to have to trust me. I know what I'm talking about. So lo and behold, yes, there is like a catacomb, I guess, or mm-hmm. a secret passageway or something. Yeah, yeah. Um, so they escape um, without the Empire seeing them, you know, sneaking off down this corridor. Mm-hmm. And, you know, good good resolution of the conflict with them not wanting to participate with separatists now they just kind of get it that yeah, it's, yeah it don't matter we are all on the same team now guys we, yeah we all need to fight against the empire yeah and i also really like that moment where he was about to get on the marauder and he paused and said what? i i can't <laughs> so I, dramatic i can't leave my people to suffer um under the empire and not only the Bad Batch says, but so does GS8. Like, you got no choice. You ha- you're you not going to do any good here. You have to go. Yeah, you can yeah. help some other way, but staying here is not an option. So he does leave with them. So yep. does GS8. I don't know if we're going to see them again. But. Maybe. I don't know. Um, They go back to. Oh. Ord Mantel. <laughs> it's like, why can't I think of the oh. In the meantime, we haven't even addressed this. She be gambling. In the meantime, while the stuff on Raxus is going on, we find out that our Omega is very good at Dejaric and understands strategy quite well and even says, I'm very good at strategy. <laughs> Flex. So the Omega Flex. The Omega Flex. <laughs> I'm very good at fill in the blank with many different things. Uh, yeah, yeah. Um. So Sid's basically like, "How good are you? Are you good enough to win a bunch of matches and win some money?" This is when they negotiate, and she's like, "I'm gonna take seventy percent or whatever." And uh, Omega's like, um, no. <laughs> I think. No, no. She, Omega, I'm Omega's like, 60, what's Omega's like, what's my cat? Yeah, what's my cat? Cat. Which she's heard her say. And she said, and she times. says thirty, and she's like sixty, and then she's like, oh yeah, you're right. And then it cuts. <laughs> it's funny. Um. So yeah, we see her basically um, negotiating another skill she has learned, and she says, "I'm pretty good at." strategy and all Dejaric is a strategy all right when they when the bad batch gets back to ord mantel and they see basically a huge crowd has gathered and they're all watching omega beat up on these grown adults (laughs) playing Dejaric and winning money um hunter's not really happy about it because she was supposed to be staying on the down low which dad mode activates right yeah dad mode very much activated (laughs) Um, that he was not pleased that all these people now, you know, have seen her, know that she's special in some way, I guess, because she's beating them. But um, do we think that's going to come back around and the, that's the, maybe going to be... No, that all those people were, like, all those ne'er-do-wells were in there. Uh, uh, 
Probably, probably, because then that will put Hunter and Omega's relationship into question, and then there's gonna be there's gonna be redeeming again. Like they like that. Well, kind of I stuff. think it's gonna be like that's how maybe the Empire is gonna find Sid, or not the Empire, but oh. the Empire slash uh, Lamasu are gonna find follow the trail basically from what information comes from one of those ne'er-do-wells you know what i mean yeah 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 and find sid and then sid's gonna have to make the choice to give her up or probably get killed it's gonna be a rough one dude or both i kind of think that's possibly what's going to unravel this whole thing that would be sad even though um let's talk about this i'm good at strategy quote unquote and Sid saying she's a natural quote unquote okay I know (laughs) that you don't want her to be force sensitive I do not but this is just another tick in my column of little things that they're planting so that when when and if they reveal that she is force sensitive there's going to be plenty of evidence along the way okay let me be clear let me be pull the obama let me be clear (laughs) dude i think the idea of a clone having force abilities is dope and i think it would be dope okay for that reason just because it's a concept that they've never done before Mm -hmm. that's cool and innovative i dig it i don't like it equally as much as i like it if it happens it's like an okay for me i'm just like all right they did it like that's it (laughs) you know i'm not gonna be mad i'm not gonna be happy it's just I'm I, like like I have my quarrels with it that very much so balance out my excitement for it. What is your what is the main quarrel? The main Reminds quarrel. Me. The main quarrel. Why is you that, hate fun? A dude. <laughs> no man. The main quarrel is that I think it would be just really cool if for once there was just a character who is just who is herself or himself or whatever themselves. Good at what they do, not because of the force, but because of just their ability to do well, like on their own. But don't you think the force. she's just a little bit too good at too many things for a ten to twelve year old? I, dude, again, Even you are she... you do this, you do this. This is not what I'm. This is not the point. It's not the point of the evidence. I don't care how much evidence you throw at me. My point is the fact that there is evidence at all. And if it leads to that, it's just like, it's the Force then. It's not Omega. It's not Omega to me then. It's the Force then. But maybe it is Omega though. It won't be to me if that happens. If it if it happens, it's going to be, well, she, like, she's a kid, dude. I mean, at that age, if the Force is just raw and just, like, taking hold, like, it's like, okay. Like, that's why, like, one of the parallels that I think is really interesting that they could do if she's, like, if she was force sensitive, if she was, this is what I would hope would happen. Because I think it's very interesting that the clones get their chips removed. Mm-hmm. Their chips are like, they did not have a choice when their chip was mm-hmm. put in their heads. I think it would be cool if she would, did have force abilities, if she was like, I don't want this. That would be cool. Because that's a parallel. I like parallels. That's an exact parallel. That would be perfect. But I know they're not going to do that. Meaning that the force abilities would be her version of the chip. That's her vice. Yeah. Exactly, dude. That would be dope. That would be dope. It would be. And th- but because we have such little time with this show right now, I don't think that's what's going to happen. What do you mean? We have like six more episodes. 
Yeah, but we don't even know if she's force sensitive at all. She hasn't even been back to Camino, dude. Like how there? I don't think the crosshair has not even really had like his spot, his time in the light. You know what I'm saying? Mm-hmm. I don't know. I think there's a lot of stuff to happen. I think they might end it with saying she's force sensitive, and if that happens, I'm just gonna be a little upset because it's like no, man, because that's what they did with Finn. Yeah, but that was the end of a trilogy. If it's we have another whole, s- no, there's gonna be another season. Says whom? I them. I think. I they never said that. I think they did. I think they said. That Are you positive? Season. Are you one hundred? No, sure? I'm not. I'm not one hundred. I don't know. Sure. For, but for this, I don't I'm know. assuming there's going to be. For the, I'm just going to talk in the context because they whole don't. Season. They've never done a one season animated show before, so I just assume. I guess that's fair. But I, they might have also confirmed that. I just don't remember because mm. my brain sucks. Like I said, dude, I have, but I'm, again, also, you're painting me as someone who doesn't want it. It's not that I don't want it. It's that I have equal number. I, I do think it would be, like I said, if she had the force, that's how I want, want, would want it to go, I guess. Like, I'm not mad at her having force powers. I would be upset with if they if they handle it, like, the cheesy way they always handle it, where it's like, oh, yeah, I have force abilities. I'm the all-powerful, like, god now. You know well, what I'm no, saying? I'm sure that it would be handled in a way like... Also, you look, you look like... Ner- is there something wrong? Uh, it just looks like you're clipping because you're talking so loud. I'm not. I'm not. It's, it's okay. fine. <clears throat> um, I, I, I'm not sure how because... they would handle it because I do, they're obviously... It's, it can't go the way the Mandalorian went. It can't go the same way. If she is That's what I'm afraid of, dude. If she That's is, what I'm afraid of. If she is force sensitive, they're not going to send her off. Like, they're not. They are way more involved in parenting her. They, I, they've literally changed their entire lifestyle. They've He told Rex, we are not. Our priorities have definitely changed. No, let me, we let have me, a child now. We have to consider her, her first. Let me try to put it into words that make more sense. What I'm trying to say is that I don't want her to have force. The one of the reasons I don't want her to have force abilities is because when she has force abilities, it's about the force and not about Omega. That is how people do that. Like that uh, the audience. I'm talking about the audience. That is how a lot of people handle Star Wars, dude. Like, because that's what Star Wars is, dude. Yeah, I don't agree with that, but uh, because it becomes about the force when. They the write Jedi like get involved. Or, oh, when but training, who knows they will be? When training be. gets involved, when all that stuff gets involved, then it becomes, like, that's when it becomes, like, the main character of, of Star Wars. Like, but dude, you can't tell me that if the Force is in, if Omega has Force-sensitive abilities, it's going to be about the Bad Batch anymore. No way, dude. It's it gonna, is. Everyone is just going to want to know what's going to happen to Omega, what's going to happen with that Force ability. Like, Bad Batch is just the gateway to that, as far as I'm concerned. Like, it's going to feel like Mandalorian. I'm t- Like, I don't want that. Okay. I don't want I understand that. Your the point. risk is too great, I think. I understand your point, but also, we've now kind of been told by Ahsoka Tano herself that if you don't use it, you lose it. So it might be a very interesting thing for the first time to see somebody who has... Try to to restrict herself? Has has it and makes a conscious choice. Like an Elsa kind of thing? I'm not going to 
I'm not going to... Like an gonna, kind of Yeah. Like, I'm not going to use it. <laughs> okay. That would be cool. Do you see? As long as, it inv- as long as it involves a hesitancy to use it. Because yeah. that's basically what I just said right before. Like, that's that's what I would like. I would like that. I would. Because here's... Okay. So, this whole time we've been like, well, maybe her just special clone ability is to be intuitive. And now, I guess, to be good at strategy. And, you know whatever mm-hmm. that that was her manipulated uh special skill but last week tech said flat out said i've analyzed her dna more and it is unaltered so if it's unaltered then it's unaltered so no force i'm not saying the force was manipulated into her it's an op- it's one of the things i've thought about that maybe um, Nala say had her own little side project and has been trying to do this on the down low. Yeah. But also there is, there is the, I mean, the force is the force and it can do whatever the heck it wants to. <laughs> I, I know. <laughs> and if the force looks at Boba Fett and is like, Ooh, he's got a lot of dark side energy balance. Let's make sure Omega is the opposite of that to balance him out and give, and just naturally occurring force ability. Just in a clone. So? So what? I, okay, yeah. I'm agreeing with you, dude. Like, I think that's cool. Okay, but, but I... But it all but comes I, down how it's executed. I know, it I know. It all comes down to this. Yes, it totally does. It totally does. I'm just saying, last week, they were very clear that she has an altered DNA. Yes. And Omega has said repeatedly that she does not have a chip in her head. Yes. I don't know if I believe that, but... No, nah, I don't know. Yeah. Um... And this whole, <laughs> I'm good at strategy all of a sudden. It's just one more thing. I'm just like, okay. I know, dude. This is a young person. This is a 10, 11, 12-year-old. How many 10, 11, 12-year-olds have all these special skills like that unless <laughs> unless her DNA has been altered in some way or she's got four... Like, they need to... They best be explaining this. I'm sorry. <laughs> they best explain. They best be explaining this. Okay. Because... As far as Ray goes, Ray was an adult. True, true. And had acquired skills throughout her childhood, tween, teen years. Like, all of her skills made sense to me. I never I never was confused about that for a minute. Yeah. Omega has been trapped on Kamino. But they just come out of nowhere. Has never held a blaster. Has never held a crossbow. Has never played Dejaric, it seemed. Yeah. She just is intuitive she knows stuff she's good at stuff for no reason like literally no reason okay and now they're saying her dna is not altered are we gonna talk about this every episode maybe <laughs> okay maybe <laughs> we're talking about this i'm just saying it just keeps coming up though it just keeps coming up it I just can't makes ignore me nervous it. bro it I makes me nervous it. man it makes me nervous um okay so we'll stop talking about that particular topic but one little interesting piece of trivia that i noticed the Dejaric piece that she uses to beat that last blue guy mm-hmm. is called a monarch. Okay. And I know you haven't read this anthology book, oh. but it's that... It's the one with the, from the woman who... The Clone Wars anthology uh, short stories. Oh. And there's a short story in it. One of... It, it's really, really good. Okay. And it's called Bug... Okay. And it happens to be written 
by Anne E. Convery, who is Dave Filoni's wife. <laughs> nice, dude. And in that story, there is a night sister. Okay. And a young girl uh-huh. who lives a pretty miserable life. Mm-hmm. And um, I can't, I meant to reread it real quick to make sure on the details, but I think what happens is this young girl wants off this planet like real bad. Okay. Because um, it sucks. She's like basically an indentured servant. <clears throat> oh, does she have to play? Working at this inn. And the game with the night witch or night sister to get off. Something about it. There's a there's a there's a Dejaric piece, and it happens to be a monarch that the night sister, I believe, gives it to her. It's a gift or something. Okay. There's, this particular piece is involved in the story. This this Dejaric piece, and I just thought it was cute that that was like. The piece that Omega kicks everybody's butt with, basically, is this uh, monarch. That's very. That's a very deep cut. <laughs> but it, but no, because it's like the night sister in the story becomes like a maternal figure to this girl. I suppose I see what you're saying. And that's a deep cut, but it is a deep. Like you have to admit that it's a sure, deep cut. sure, and it happens yeah. to be Filoni's wife. Yeah, and it happens to be a night sister, and Omega has the freaking crossbow. That's, that's true. That's true. My brain just made a connection. I'm sure no one else's did. But yeah. <laughs> yeah, but that's cool. My that's brain cool. linked all that up together. Nice. I do need to read Bug again. It, I know I when I read it, I was like, wow, this is really original and it's really cool. And of course, Night Sisters all day, all night. Facts. Give me more Night Sisters. So. Facts. But I'm senile and I can't remember exactly what the story <laughs> was. I just remember that it was a monarch okay. piece cool. that <clears throat> was integral to that story. That's cool. Um, so just like in closing, I guess. Um, we already mentioned the action in this episode. So good. Yep. Well, that's it. Really great. They hit another page. No, I don't. What is this other page? That's the last page. Get, get away from my notes. You don't get to touch the notes. Oh, this is the last page. The sacred notes. Oh, I see. The sacred notes. Uh, the sacred texts. <laughs> The oh, I text. guess I guess we should. Uh, we've. I'm skipping over a lot of stuff, actually. Um, Omega earned enough money from her cut. No more debt. That the Bad Batch is now out of debt. Yeah. What does this mean, dude? Are they gone? Are they leaving? So what are they doing? So they went off to do this very, very dangerous, dangerous mission. To earn the money to get out of debt. They didn't even need to. <laughs> they didn't even need to because Savage. little Omega, who they left behind because they were worried about her, figured out a way to make enough money to get them out of debt. Well, she loses that game that she's playing with Hunter. <laughs> <laughs> well, and that's... Like, get wrecked! Right. Well, imagine, imagine, like, a blooper where he like she loses and he's like, get wrecked, right, kid! <laughs> So stupid. So many um, Queen's Gambit jokes, too. Mm, mm. Yeah, that's a good scene, though. <laughs> On the internet about her being um, Beth. I can't remember if the character's name is Beth. Queen's Do people Gambit? still call it the internet? I don't know. I'm old. The what web. Can I say? The, <laughs> the World Wide Web. The interwebs. <laughs> uh, but yeah, that, that whole episode ends with. I like the script of that last scene. Hunter. The acting in the script. Actually, of that last the script scene. for this entire episode. For every episode, dude. I'm is very much. True. True. Like, when has there been a bad script in it, this there show? There hasn't been. There yeah. hasn't even been one close to being even mediocre. They've all been. 
Facts. good to great, in my mm-hmm. opinion. Um, but yeah, they sit down to have a little uh, father-daughter game of Dejaric, and I think it's a he bets her though. He's like, yeah. if you win, then you get to come along. You get to come on missions with us again, or something like that. So it was cute. Yeah, very cute. Um, yeah, I don't. Oh, I do have on here. This really has nothing to do with the episode, other than I just want more Echo. Mm, mm, yes. Like yes, he had, yes, yes, yes. he had some moments in this where he because he was the one. I want an Echo episode, dude. Yeah, I do too. <laughs> I want an Echo. I kind of want an Echo centric story because in this one it was kind of he was very vocal about not wanting to help the Separatists because. I don't think we're gonna get it, dude. I just find that odd. It's bad. Don't you find that odd? <laughs> it, it is pretty bad. That's the one problem I'm having. I don't too. think it's bad. I just I think, think it is. Odd. It's not handled very well. Because, like, he is a main dude. Like, all throughout Clone Wars, he was a main dude. And, like, now it, feel, it feels like he's the least important of the group. That does not seem right to me. Yeah. Like, Tech feels more important than him right now. Tech seems more highlighted. Again, they have six more episodes. And we don't know what's coming. I doubt um, it. I doubt it. I doubt anything's going to come of it, like, in that regard. But when this show got announced, I just remember thinking, oh, we're going to get a lot of Echo. Because, you know, there was a whole arc in Season 7 of the Clone Wars about yes. rescuing him and yeah. recruiting like, him the heck, and dude? into the Bad Batch and all of that. So, Yeah. Like, what was that all for, then? (laughs) Yeah, I'm a little... Exactly. I'm a little like, okay, at some point, he's got to become the focus. And I'm waiting for that. I guess I am, too, subliminally. I really... Even just, like, just one episode where he's... Like, you know, we had that storyline about Wrecker, and he was kind of the focus. Mm -hmm. Mm-hmm. Tech's never been on the focus. I guess he hasn't, but... uh, I don't know. Hunter hasn't. None of them really have, he, he dude. He kind of always feels like the focus to me. Hunter, he's like the uh, new, he's like Dad Prime. Mm, I don't feel that way, actually. Really? I think I, I actually all three of them kind of get a balance. But Echo definitely does not contribute to that balance. No, not really. I really but I and I really need that to maybe um happen. Yeah. But um maybe Echo's the one to real cross her back in or something. Oh, see, maybe that's coming. That would be good. I shouldn't complain. I'm just saying I think it's odd that he hasn't been I do too. a focal point yet. I do too. Considering how this whole show even got started. Exactly, dude. That's what um, that's weird. It's weird. Um but again, oh, Raxus, one of my prettiest planets now, like right up there with Yeah, dude. With the um, fall leaves. Yeah, isn't it weird how it's all, it's like very fall there? I like that, dude. There's not a lot of Star Wars plants with that color palette. No, there's not. And it's like, it makes sense thematically, because, oh yeah, it's about to be winter up in here. It's about oh. to get rough. Oh. Um, oh, remember like way back in this podcast? Was it this podcast where we were talking about like the weather being a thing? Like probably. winter and fall and like all that stuff for Star Wars? Maybe. We had a conversation Probably. a long time ago like this. Probably. I'm getting deja vu, I guess is what I'm saying. Um, but yeah, that was that was really cool how they made it look like fall. That forest was beautiful. The, again, the freaking lighting and the art design of this planet. Yeah, the artwork, dude. 
And I actually went back and watched Heroes on Both Sides. Uh-huh. And, I mean, the difference is staggering. But, yeah, the animation um, quality. But they've kind of changed the architecture of mm. the planet. Mm-hmm. It's still pretty gothic, gothic-y looking, mostly. Okay. But then when they were running around in the corridors and stuff, mm-hmm. around the palace or the... I don't even know what that was. Was that the Senate building? I don't even know. Don't but know. um I noticed like a lot of like prairie Frank Lloyd Wright deco stuff going on. Like Mandalore. And it reminded me of Mandalore. Mm-hmm. Not as cubist as Mandalore. And I thought for a second we were gonna get a throne room and I was hoping. Oh, but... nah. No dice. <sighs> no throne Sorry, room. Sorry, man. Pretty cool. Throne room happening in Loki, though, I gotta say. Dude, no. I know, I can't talk no, about no, it. No, no, Colin no. hasn't watched it yet. No, no, no. But no. I'm jonesing for a throne room. Somebody give me a throne room. It's been <laughs> a while. It's been so long. Camino technically has a throne room. No, it doesn't. <laughs> it really doesn't. I guess, yeah. But I would I would appreciate, um, if you're listening, um, Jennifer Corbett at throne oh, room. Oh, God. Uh, bruh. <laughs> so we can do listening. another episode. Imagine, though, imagine. Imagine that, like, they literally changed the show because of what we talk about. Yeah. Oh, I hope not. Well, that's... No, dude. We would write an excellent... You and I would write an excellent Star Wars show. The story? I don't know. Dude. Dude. I'm much more on the analysis side than the creative side. I enjoy it over here. I'm on the creative side. I could do it. Creative I could do it. Creative side scares me. I, I could, like to be I would on the do analysis it. side. I could do it. I could do it. I could do it. You could maybe do it. I could do it. Um, But anyway, I... Watched Heroes on Both Sides, and um, kind of, it's really nice. Like, those these two episodes are very nice thematic companion episodes. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. You can compare and contrast, and it's interesting that they changed a little bit of the art design. Um, but thematically, though, it, it's just a very interesting switch from Heroes on Both Sides being... Uh, also, Lux Bantari. Where's he? What's he doing? I don't know, man. I don't know, dude. He loves Ahsoka. I know. What happened to that ship? <laughs> True, that's an old one, Just dude. really, really just blew, blew away into the wind. Like, no, <laughs> nothing ever came of it. We don't talk about ships on this podcast. We're yeah, against ships. Yes, we do. We We're against ships. ships. No, no, we don't like ships. we love ships. No, we don't like ships. <laughs> <laughs> nah, um, nah, nah, nah. Anyway, I just... We do like the other kind of ships, though. Well, that's what's funny. That's why we balance. You like that kind of ship. I like my kind of ship. I have some ships. Balance in the force. True. Um, So, yeah. If you haven't watched Heroes on Both Sides or it's been a while, it was interesting to revisit that after seeing this episode and being like, oh, I see what you're doing. I see the thematic similarities. I see the contrast here. Nice. Well, yeah, so when I said at the beginning of this that it's not very saturated with metaphor, it is saturated with theme. Very much, yeah. Which and is, politics. it feels very different in that way. Mm-hmm. Like like I said, what this episode is, is executed exactly as it should have been. Like, yep. it handled, it's, it's handled very well. It's a, um, it's a definite companion piece to that Clone Wars episode I'll have to in watch that. many, many ways. I haven't watched it in a while. Dooku shows up in that, in the mm-hmm. Senate. I remember, I remember like, the general plot, but I don't remember... And it all gets, like, heated, and yep. Padme and uh, Ahsoka really fail in what they were trying to do. Yep. And, um, 
in that episode, whereas the Bad Batch succeeds. Succeed. So it's just cool. If you haven't watched it in a while, you should watch it. Okay. Um, I think that's all I have to say about this episode. Yeah, cool. Good, really good episode again. I I have yet to be disappointed by a single episode. Facts. I'm impressed. Facts. Ten, we are ten episodes in, and I am still loving. That's it. true. That, did, yeah, but didn't the Mandalorian have like a great first? Did we were we disappointed with any episode in the first season of Mandalorian? Do you remember? Um, disappointed? Yeah. No, I don't think so. Or turned off by? I don't think there no. was a single one in that season either. The, Star Wars always has a great first season. They always do. But man. I find it interesting though that there are so many episodes in this first season of the show. True. There's a there's quite a few left. Which is why I don't know if there's gonna be another season, of stuff dude. Stuff can happen still. It scares me. It scares me, dude. Uh, I, I don't like how much room there is left. <laughs> I kind of love. I it. wish there was like two episodes left. <gasps> no. I'm kidding. I'm kidding. It's a good number. Um. Okay. Yeah, I think we're good then. Okay. All right. Um. I have time for a rant. Oh, I'll try dude. to keep it short. Oh, no, I never. One in the morning. I never get to rant. I'm ranting. This is important to me, and it's going to be important to you. All right. So this kind of was a current event, I guess. Um, there was an interview or something. Do I know about this? I think so. You okay. probably heard me ranting about it, like in real life upstairs. Okay. Uh, there was an interview or something in which. Robert Rodriguez, who is the showrunner, director, showrunner, and maybe directing also some of them, episodes of The Book of Boba Fett, which is yep. coming out. Yeah. Uh, this, is it coming out this year? Uh, I don't even remember. It's this year or next year. I thought I they said Christmas. I, <gasps> I thought they said December. Yeah, maybe they did. Yeah. It's coming out this year. Oh my God, that just <clears throat> hit me like a, a I, sledgehammer. Do your rant, man. Oh my God. Get the um, rain over that's with. exciting though. <laughs> okay, so he said, I believe it was him, said that this season of the Book of Boba Fett is quote unquote all killer, no filler. Okay. And I someone else, I don't think it was him, maybe it was one, another producer or something, uh also said that it was that this season of the Book of Boba Fett is grittier than the Mandalorian. Okay. So he, we have exactly two statements on what this show is going to be like. And those are the two statements. Okay, I got you. Grittier, all killer, no filler. Yeah, okay. My okay. timeline was filled <laughs> with so much negativity about those two statements. And let me just say this. Bro. If we are, if we are mutuals on Twitter... That means I really like you a lot. Yeah. I don't follow <laughs> okay. that many people on Twitter because I'm a very grouchy. This is facts. I'm an old lady and I'm grouchy and I'm impatient and I ain't got time for crap. So do be grouch. <laughs> so <laughs> if we are mutuals on Twitter, that means I have a lot of affection for you. And I Dang. like you as a person. Savage. But, but my beloved mutuals, I am very disappointed Dang, dude. In the level of negativity that I saw. <laughs> Get them, dude. After. Go in on these fools, no, man. No, I was so disappointed to see the negativity about that. Because here's why. Because <laughs> the statement, all killer, no filler. Yeah. Just means there's a lot of action. 
Lots of stuff's going to happen in this show. (laughs) Okay, it's Robert Rodriguez, who we know. Spy Kids, man. Spy spy Kids? (laughs) Watch Spy Kids. But also um, very action-oriented director. Yeah. And there's nothing wrong with that, by the way. No, dude. I mean, dude, dude, dude. Indiana Jones. Indiana Jones, the Raiders of the Lost Ark. That is it's, all I'm killer, just saying, no filler. It, it's that. It is. Like, that could be all killer, no filler, is what I'm saying. Like, that would make sense to be all killer, no filler. I mean, I could say that about Rogue One. Oh, yeah, dude, totally. Very action-oriented. Yeah, totally. And a lot of people didn't like that movie. Okay, I understand. Like, you don't have to love this show. I'm not saying you have to love Boba Fett. You have to love that this show... But jumping to conclusions? ...is going to like, be on. Come on, bro. But four you, words. Four words but, and you're going to jump to conclusions. But you cannot throw this in the trash already based on those two statements. Because oh, all killer, yeah. no filler just means there's going to be a lot of stuff that happens. Probably very heavily action-oriented. It's Boba Fett, bro. Grittier? <laughs> yeah. What... What would you expect from a show about two bounty hunters? I don't know, I don't know man. <laughs> we know we know that this show is going to have Boba Fett. It's a mystery. And Finnick Shand in it. Yeah. They're bounty hunters. Possibly Catabane. <laughs> That'd be weird. That would be weird. <laughs> but I wouldn't rule it out. Yeah. Um, anyway, I'm just saying, what did you think this show, what did people think this show was going to be about? Or what it was, not what it was going to be about, what did you think the, um, the gist of the, the show was going to be? The be. mood, yeah, like, the, the feeling, the feel of it. Obviously, it's going to be action heavy because it's Robert Rodriguez and it's two bounty hunters. So, yeah, I would expect that it would be grittier than The Mandalorian. Because there's no baby freaking Yoda. Uh, true. That we know that of. Is a big point. <laughs> that we know of. Maybe they'll find their own baby Yoda. I don't know. Probably not. I'm Grogu just, too. Just saying. Why are we throwing it in the garbage? Here's my theory on why we're throwing it in the garbage. Scars. Because Scars. It's Boba Fett. Oh, if this was a show, <laughs> don't even tell me. Okay, okay, okay. That if this was a show. But the people that you're friends with, I am going to tell you, I don't think that's how they're thinking. I absolutely know for. But I thought you're friends with people who don't think this way. But here's what, here's what why I'm, about here's say. why I'm so disappointed. Because they don't think this way. Okay. About anybody else, except for specific characters that they feel are poster boys for you know the dude bros the fandom menace oh so they're like turning boba fett away because they seem they see him as a gateway to that they think they're making this show to appeal to those types of fans and leaving everyone out everyone else out in the cold and i'm here to say that is not fair yeah it's very unfair because first of all I'm a huge Boba Fett stan, and I am not a dude bro, and I am not in the fandom menace, <laughs> yes. clearly. Yes. So there are lots and lots of people who love that character, who are excited that there's that he's back. Yeah. But we've said a million times on this show, too, if there's not going to be any character development or, or, or really yes. good, deep storytelling... Then, let that be my gospel that I send out. Then years. let it... <laughs> then don't even bother. Let it die, dude. Yeah, don't even bother. So, but that's the thing. Like, I'm getting goosebumps. They are not going to bring him back 
to just have an a team to for him to like roll through A-team. people and just pick people <laughs> up falling in a tank and just <laughs> literally nothing else but violence and death and murder that that's not gonna freaking happen guys well i think we're it's gonna see gonna i think we're gonna see a lot of him dealing with the death of his father and like all that stuff like i think it's gonna be very similar to the obi-wan so. show dude I think the Obi Wan show is going to be super. Well, it's going to be less violent, way less. But I, but I think like that idea of like losing, a like the closest person you had in your life for a long time. Yeah. And the struggles that come with that, the psychological struggles, just the mental struggles. Exactly. Like I think that'd be super cool, but (laughs) none of us know. So, so this is a dumb conversation anyway. That's what happens. Well, that is why I got upset. Yeah. Because it is no a one dumb even knows. it is a dumb conversation anyway. Like imagine if we point. had this conversation before the Mandalorian came out. The first we, season. We did have this conver PS. I don't remember we, that, but not okay. us, but oh. the timeline had no interest in the Mandalorian when it was announced. Had no interest in the Bad Batch when it was announced. I'm not lying. Like everybody I know, I was like, it, bro. it's a dude but bro then show. And they're like, <gasps> it's a dude bro show. It's a dude bro show. It's a dude bro show. How many times do we have to go through this where everybody gets upset that it's a dude bro show and then it's not a dude bro show? That's dumb. <laughs> I don't understand. <laughs> but in this case, it's about my boy and I'm upset and I'm going to stick boy. up for my boy. That's facts. This character deserves character development, some good storytelling. Facts. Not to mention, we have two persons of color as the main characters in this show. Facts. And you're going to say... Robert Rodriguez also facts, dude. That's the person facts. of color. All facts. You're gonna actually take mm-hmm. a show that has heaps of representation in it, and just because a couple dude bros might think it's a good show, you're gonna say, "Yeah, screw this show." That's true. Because it's gritty and is <laughs> has action in it. Basically, like, that's what people are saying. I have this me. question too. I am all for. A balance between appeal to the feminine and the masculine, okay? I do. 100%. Me too. You know that. You know I do because you raised me. Yes, I know. But (laughs) I'm going to say this. Don't take this the wrong way. Colin is a Raylo. Let's just be clear on that. Yes, I don't. You dug Raylo. I have nothing against shipping. I joke about it because other people do. Okay. I am going to say, though, I don't think there is any problem even if... It was that. Like, okay, I, I there is a problem if there's no character development. There has to be character development yes. on the set. Yes. But even if it was character development, violence. If those are the two aspects. Yeah. That's fine with me. Because, like, because sometimes, dude, like, what is the problem with there being just that for everybody? You know, like, I don't think you need to be, like... To say that violent, like the dude bros are all about the violence and all that, like not really. Like it, you, like if you watch, like they Mad are Ma- though. Well, okay, okay, but like really you, are. but as as someone who is of the feminine variety, like you can also like violence. Like it's it's not. It's kind of like I'm trying to. What I'm trying to say is I think violence can be inclusive more than just for dudes. Like I don't know. Just like depending on how it goes, if it's handled well, embrace it. You know what I'm saying? Both that's cool. Like, that's what he does. We've seen him do that. We're going to see him do it. That's what he does. In The Mandalorian, he literally, like, is crushing dudes' faces. (laughs) 
You, it's going to happen, I'm dude. I'm sorry. I'm a woman, and I enjoyed that. That's what I'm saying. It's like, it's like it's not okay. You know what else I enjoyed? To just assume that, all, that it's only for the dudes. Like, I don't think I it know. is only it's for the dudes. It's not fair. That's why I'm saying this reaction. Even if it was just black and white like that. This impulsive reaction to hate on this show based on those two statements is blind unfair. Yeah, yeah. I mean, it, it always is. Like, even if it's going to, even if it's going to be a bad show. You can't say right now. It's like it's like you're going to watch a concert for a premiere of a piece and saying you don't like it before you hear it. <laughs> like, it's silly. It's just silly. But dude. I'm saying, also, like I said, that reaction is 100% based on the fact that There's Bo- trauma. Boba Fett <laughs> is a poster child for those types of fans that um, I'm not a fan of. Like, and they're not a fan of. I get the impulse to be like, hmm questioning but, but i chance, do not understand bro. the impulse to be like things that i were seeing on my timeline such as yeah well i wasn't interested in it before and now i'm certainly not interested in it. like so you bad. don't need to say that <laughs> yeah dude you literally why do you have to say that you don't need to say that you are yucking my yum and i don't appreciate it and it your only goal in doing that is to upset others what what like why like yeah you can feel that fine like don't watch it was it. just very disappointing i was disappointed in a lot of people that um, I like. Why do people use social media to do that? Um, but here's the other thing that I <laughs> thought about afterwards. Dang- I thought about this too. These are a lot of the same people that love Maul, that love Bucky, that love Loki. Those three characters, violent, action, a lot of action always, mm-hmm. fighting, dueling, killing. The people who are saying they don't, they don't trust the Boba Fett but show. Same people that love those three characters. But I'm confused. You always say that you don't like people who love Maul. I've never said that. I said I don't. Care. I don't particularly oh. care. Oh yeah. Okay. Yeah. It's oh, fr- a lot of my friends love Maul. Okay, that's cool. We are friends. They uh, can love Maul. I can love Boba Fett. I'm also tired, so I'm. Probably you know what I don't do? Them. I don't go on. Um, if you like Maul, you're trash. Twitter and say, <laughs> "Well, I'm not interested in Maul, and I never want to see him again." Like I don't. I say that privately, like to a couple of my very close friends. <laughs> like, why are we seeing more Maul? What's the point? <laughs> but that's the thing. Like, if this was a series about Maul and Kira, there would be dancing in the streets. Hmm. It Man, could be. Like it could that. still be. It could still be Robert Rodriguez. They could have said the exact same two statements about the show, and people would be so hyped about it because it's Maul, or because it's Bucky, or because Falcon and the Winter Soldier, gritty, and well, there was a lot of filler, but yeah. <laughs> but it was very action centric. Very. I mean, yeah. Very, and and Bucky. Is in a, was in a sad... There was tons of fighting. There was tons of violence. I know. Everybody loved Bucky in that show. Oh, my God. Bucky, Bucky, Bucky. Yeah, just... You can't attest the sentiment like that. Because he was super... It's different. It, it, it can be different, like, every time. Because it was... You don't know. He was having character development. Uh, he was going through it. I'm just like, going to keep saying that. I'm just going to keep saying that. There's no... And I'm going to keep saying it. There, I'm going to keep saying it, too. There's no way we're getting an entire show about Boba Fett. <laughs> it's like... And we're not going to learn anything new about him. They're going to use budget to do that? No. But are they, do you know if they're using the volume? I would imagine, yeah. Ooh, let's go. There's no way... I mean, <laughs> they're bringing him up in the Bad Batch. 
why? That in itself. Because even we that don't little know. Ca- even that cameo was almost character development in itself. I know. Like, and we they are trying to give We you... haven't even seen him yet in yeah. Bad Batch. And already we're learning new things. Like, oh my lord. Can you just <laughs> not throw it away? Can you just be patient? Can you just stop twisting words into things that they don't mean? Yeah, you have to Please. start from a low point Please. to go high. You know what I'm saying? Please. Like, I, I wouldn't be surprised if the show starts off exactly like how people don't want it to, but it actually becomes... Like The Mandalorian. Develops. Then. Yes, exactly. Like, like, dude, that's how you write a story. That's how you write a story, dude. Because you have to give room for the development. Like, you know, because they're not going to write a show about it. They would make a movie about it if they wanted to make it that short. You know what I'm saying? Like, they would write a movie. There would be 10 minutes of him being absolute monomyth macho. And then, like, the rest happens really fast. Yeah. They're making a show about it? <laughs> what are they going to do? You know what I'm saying? Like, what is there to do with a show about Boba Fett other than to develop him? Because we, point, we know next to nothing. Exactly. It would be so boring. Like, even the people who I think would really want to see him, like, just kick butt all the time, I think they would even be bored if that was the case. Like, why, dude? It'd be stupid. I don't know. I don't know. But, yeah, okay. Is your rain over? <laughs> um... Solid Pretty rant. Much, solid yes. rant. That's yeah. a solid rant. I I agree. It is a solid rant, and I solid have, argument. Solid rant. I've not been quiet feelings. about it on Twitter. I'm calling. I am. Mm. I calls him like a I season, think you did, yeah. and I'm just like, no, guys, no, not on my watch. I'm sorry. I'm not gonna let you take my boy and drag him through the mud. <laughs> they massacred my boy. <laughs> they massacred my boy. I'm not gonna let him do it yet. Where did you use that joke? I will be the first one to be pissed if this show sucks, mm. because mm. I've been waiting. True. Forty bro. years. That's true. That's scary. To know more about this character, they don't be, They won't. They don't want to mess with that. And this is the one time you're letting nostalgia in. And will <laughs> I? Do I hope Fennec and Boba? Mm. Oh boy! All right, cut the vod. Cut the vod. Cut the cut the vod. <laughs> but, but, but that's the other thing. Like we're talking about representation. Not only are they persons of color. True. 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 true, true. They are in their fifties. Fair. I mean. How often have you seen Not that? Not Star Wars. Oh my Not god! Star Wars, that's for sure. So everybody, just just calm down. Just calm <laughs> down, and we're just gonna we're just gonna wait, and and we're just gonna see because, again, I will be the first one in line to yell at Robert Rodriguez if he screws this up. He just buy kids. <laughs> Spy Kids. Let's. I if hope you it's trust like Spy, Spy Kids. I hope it's like Spy Kids. I mean, Spy Kids is lit, dude. <laughs> George Lopez is in Spy Kids. <laughs> I know. You're too. You're, fun fact about Colin, obsessed with George Lopez for probably two years. Dude, I love George. Of your He's life so as a funny, kid. Dude. Like, as a little kid, he would stay up. He wanted to stay up late so he could watch a George Isn't Lopez weird? show. I don't know why I did that. I don't either. It was so weird and I probably random. just felt cool watching a show late. It was just random, though. It was like that show of all the shows you want to watch. You know, kids get a test of weird things. Uh, I know. And trust me, you were the... I'm the one to get attached to weird yeah. things. <laughs> you were very much the one to get attached to weird things. Yeah, it's all right. Okay, rant over. I feel better. Right, I feel I feel a little cleansed. That's the first time better. you had a rant on this podcast. It's been a while. I mean, Ben Solo was probably uh, my last yes. rant. Oh, that, that was, was a, that whole episode was just literally just a rant. There were three episodes of nothing but ranting. <laughs> That's the yikes, bro. Oh, my friend. Yikes. My my fairly new friend. Um. Listen to the podcast. That we've gotten got close. Well, no, we were oh. we were acquaintances because of Star Wars, but then we got now we're like really good friends because of BTS. But anyways, 
um, she said, she's like, oh, don't you guys have a podcast, right? And I'm like, uh-huh. And I told her the name of it. And yes. she said, oh, well, I like to listen to podcasts while I'm while I'm working. Heck yeah, dude. Let's go. And I was like, What's your oh, friend's name? Okay. What's your friend's um, name? I don't want to. I don't want to say her name. I don't think she. Fake name. Betty Sue. Shout out Betty Sue, bro. <laughs> Shout out Betty Sue. New, <laughs> new listener, Betty Sue, yo. Snaps. Um, can, Canadian Betty Sue. So just so she knows that yes, I'm talking about you, Betty Sue, in Canada. Cool, bro. Um, cool. But I was like, oh, God. I was thinking to myself, oh, God, please don't listen to those episodes oh, about the Rise of Skywalker. That's rough, dude. <laughs> Where I did nothing but scream for 18 hours. I, mean, I did, too. <laughs> but it, I mean, no, that was like therapy session for you. It that, really th- was. Those three episodes were literally just recordings of you going mad. <laughs> so good. But what I did recommend highly to her, Star Thrones. I'm like, if you want to start, like. Star Thrones series. Well, the first episode is favorite. iconic. I'm not gonna lie. I wa- I listen to that actually sometimes because it's just so. God, I don't even raw. Dude. I I haven't listened to those in. It's just raw, ever. man. I don't even know if I ever listened to them. It's cool because it's like we didn't have a plan at the time, and it was literally just us talking about yeah. just like whatever. I mean, we talked about the music. Well, that was my recommendation. If anyone else has not listened to our Star Throne series, you should start from the beginning, dude. Because like the thing uh, is we also like we add on to things. Like there are things we say now that people would not understand. Maybe true. And in the throne room series, I'm sure we would use references and people would be like, "What is metaphorical? I've never heard of this." <laughs> okay. All right. Uh, if you would like to reach out to us, we are on Twitter at unknown reach pod, but Really, if you really want to reach out to me, I'm 99.9% of the time at my own handle, which is at Freight Adjacent. We have an email, unknownregentspod at gmail.com. Colin is on Instagram at Colin underscore MJ underscore Whitlick, and we are both on Facebook as ourselves. Closing words. Why do I always have to have the closing because words? Because I have the starting words, so you have to oh. have the closing words. Okay, that's fair. I am the Omega. <laughs> yeah. I'm the alpha <laughs> and the omega. All right, yes. Oh, uh, okay. Closing words here. Ooh, nice sound effect. I know, dude. That's actually really good. Uh, no, no, for real though. You're gonna be moving soon. Yes, I'm moving this weekend actually. Um, so the next episode might be a little late, maybe. Episode 41 might dude. come a little later than normal oh, if we're no. moving you this weekend. I don't know, maybe. I'm just no, saying, it, it should be happen. fine. I mean, it should be fine. I, if I have to record in my apartment, it's actually okay to do so. It's going to be quieter. <gasps> True. Um, You're not right on the street, are you? I'm facing behind the building. So it's probably still going to get a little noise, but it, nowhere near as bad. Also, you're not living above two bars. Yep. <laughs> that Living was always... Clear, boys. You were facing the street and right above two bars. Mm-hmm. And you had two roommates. Mm-hmm. Nightmare. Actually, sad... Uh, potentially bad news though because I went into my the unit the new one to pick up my keys mm-hmm. last time I was downtown and when I was in my room it was around like 8 or oh no it was probably actually around 10 or so um I heard like people I don't know if I don't remember if they were next door or above me but they were loud talkers man so I'm really just hoping that maybe there's like a guy over that's not always over or like whatever let's hope so yeah I'm hoping so well anyway white noise machine I mean, I want to have that anyway. Lifesaver. Yeah, you know. Always. It's all good. But, yeah, and uh, I'm in a band now. We're playing music, so True. we're going to have an LP coming out Ooh. probably the beginning of next month. 
Uh, our current name is We Are Already Dead, but I don't think that's going to be our name for this outfit. I think we're going to change it. We don't like it a lot. Okay. Um, yeah, you brought up another name the other day that I like. Already Dead was the original name. No, but, no, no. You brought up another. Oh, Hilt. Hilt. I asked them about yes. Hilt. They liked it for like two seconds, and then they were like, it's kind of too prog metal. And I'm like, you're kind of right. No. That's what you expect when you hear that name. But Lightsaber Hilt. I know. That's why I brought it up. I thought Star Wars, and I was like, that'd be sick. But. And. And. Not ping pong. What is that? Um, the big machines. Pin, pinball. Oh, what? <laughs> you know, there's the hilt. The big hilt dial in a pinball machine. Okay, are you looking at me like you have... Dude, okay, granted, I have not played Actually pinball. speaking another language. I have not played a pinball, pinball machine in a long time, so I'm not totally sure. <sighs> there's so many good meanings to the word hilt. Dude. Talk them into I it. I try, dude. I also thought of clutch. But Clutch Ew. is also too metal. I don't like Clutch. So, I, I I don't know. We're thinking about it. Because the problem is our music is so eclectic, and hopefully y'all can listen That's to That's why Hilt is good. I guess. Like, oh. I'm, like, I'm trying to think of... We're trying to think of band names that, like, have multiple meanings. Like, names. Like, yeah, multiple Hilt. Meanings. So, I brought that up, and they were like, that's a that's a contender, for sure. We'll think about it. Bring others. up the pinball thing. <laughs> okay. Maybe they didn't think about the pinball thing. <laughs> I don't think they're going to care, dude. I mean, <laughs> okay. We'll figure it out. We'll figure it out. We'll call it Grogu. <laughs> Okay. That'd be so good. Okay. Gro- Grogu. Grogu works. Grogu's hilt. <laughs> I don't know what I'm talking about now. It's over. All right. We're done. Uh, well, that yeah, was my final are. words. That was your final words. <laughs> Grogu's hilt, dude. Okay, then. No, final words for real, though. Oh, okay. I'll just say again. LP will come out. I'm probably going to talk about it on here anyway, but y'all can look forward to it. The music is really good. It actually it's is. It's really innovative. It's really fun. I'm having a lot of input. It's a good time. They've been practicing in my basement, so I get... You know, basically first, um, yeah. he- first, what would you say? A uh, first listen yeah. to the new Front songs. Seats. Um, also, I just noticed the side of Michael's amp says that. Yeah, it has <laughs> a bad word on it. Um, <laughs> okay, but uh, now, final words about this, though. Yeah. Um, Omega Doobie Gambling. That's your final words, Omega Doobie Gamblin. I think it's always going to be something doobie something. Should that be the title of the Omega Doobie Gamblin? I think so. I think that's it. All right. On that note. Omega Omega be high rolling. That's better. I'm sorry. Okay, go ahead. Go On that note. Yeah, take us out. Hey, Colin. What's up? See you around, kid. (laughs) Okay. Thank you for listening to Unknown Regions Podcast. The introductory theme for Unknown Regions Podcast was composed by Colin Whitlick and was performed live by a volunteer orchestra. This recording and composition is the intellectual property of Colin Whitlick, but please feel free to hire him for all your compositional needs. He is the composer you're looking for. All the opinions expressed on Unknown Regions Podcast are of a personal nature and in no way reflect that of Disney or Lucasfilm. Thanks again for listening. See you real soon.